Hello world, welcome to Black Hipster. My name is Stanley Wiggins. Here on Black Hipster, of course, we talk about Black pop culture, gay pop culture, Black gay pop culture, and sometimes other shit. We have a lovely show for you guys today, as usual, of course. Um, my co-host, Shawa, should be joining us shortly. And we will also have um, a guest here today, um, continuing that trend of welcoming some of our friends and who are here to chat with us about certain things. And um, I know everyone is still dealing with this um, quarantine, still trying to make the most of it as we roll into at least the seventh or eighth week here in New York, which is insane without, we don't even know when this is gonna end. We have Shawa who's entered the podcast. Are you there, darling? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> it's weird. It's still weird that we're not, you know, we're 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 not like doing the intro together. I, I miss us doing that. <laughs> oh, honey, did you want to give it another shot this week? No, no, no. We'll, 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 <laughs> I, I rolled up on it at the beginning. <laughs> yes, I. No, no, I got, I got the words. I got, I got it. I have my little notepad <laughs> and everything. Well, how? And I know. How was your week going? We had a little celebration, you know, someone someone had a special day. I turned 25. Turn. Oh, 25. Old. Oh my. <laughs> how 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 do you feel about getting one year older, darling? Oh, you know, I woke up on Sunday and my knees didn't quite feel right. Mm-hmm. Had to, you know, rub a little oil into them. And I was like, damn, this is what the late 20s is going to feel like? Jeez. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm just taking it all in stride. Today is Cinco de Mayo. I'm drinking Oh, sangria. that's right. I'm loving life. So Yeah, you, yeah. you, made, you made sangria, right? Mm-hmm. I um, did. I did. Um, I actually went to the store and got juice and wine and mm-hmm. apples. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I see. I see. Did you put? Do you put oranges in your sangria or anything? I did. I already had oranges and grapes and rum. Yes. So and rum. I mean, I had wine too, but I got like a ten dollar wine because you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one's gonna. Yeah, I gotta put a wine. I actually want to drink. Yeah, I agree. I feel like you put anything over ten dollars. I'm always like, hmm. I'm not sure if I want to use this you for sangria. Shouldn't. You just shouldn't. You, no, if you're no. gonna add like I had a V8 berry punch to it. Like, come mm-hmm. on. Come on, eight <laughs> berry. Oh yeah, because you do need you do need to add a juice. Remember, we used to put that some like juice, some lime or some lemon. Yeah, you do yeah. like the the Tropicana fruit punches and stuff. Yeah, the mini made. They're great. Those are wonderful for sangria. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had a good sangria. I really want to. Hopefully, I can have like a frozen sangria or something this summer. No. I, I really want to do that. We'll see in the next coming weeks, won't we? Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. But, but tonight we got a little special sum for the podcast. Yes, so yes. Okay. I mentioned, yeah, we have a guest this week, um, oh. one of our friends. <laughs> you know, I got to say, we've been promising guests for a while. It only took for a damn global pandemic for us to get them because it's so much easier to have them just call in. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, than to go and record. And also people have more time, I think. You know, it's... Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's like if you they can't... You know, I'm pretty sure they're busy before, but it's like, well, what do you got to do? Like, I can't do it today. What, what do you mean? Where are you going? What are you doing? Having another Zoom party, house party or something? I mean, what's going on? I mean, I don't know. I've been pretty damn busy. Myself. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. You have been pretty. You have been pretty busy, which a lot. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have. But you know, you most of my friends, I think, that most of, not. That's most of the people I know exactly don't work from home, <laughs> or that you know they don't necessarily work remotely. But you know, this one friend, um, Stephen, is here to talk to us today. Of you know how he's dealing with the quarantine and you know everything that goes along with that. You know, we also have something special where he's going to let us in a little bit and and um, talk to us about, you know, dealing with substance abuse uh, while being in the quarantine, while being quarantined during this pandemic. So, Stephen, are you there? Yes, dear. I am here. Um, are you hey, Stephen. Hey, <laughs> Hi, Shawa. How are you? <laughs> it's been way too long, my friend. We're so excited to have you. Yeah, Absolutely. you guys haven't seen each other in a while. A year. 
Yeah, it's been a long time. You all hold up out there in, in uh, New England and whatnot. Oh, gosh, New England. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Shawa, um, I want to take this opportunity to wish you a happy belated birthday. Well, um, thank you, my dear. Yeah, did you did daughter, right? you you heard me you heard me right. Damn it. Yeah, this yeah, is twenty five. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not a day older. Not a day over twenty five. Uh, right. Um, I also wanna say happy Cinco de Mayo. Um I yes. heard that you are celebrating. I want some sangria myself. Oh my god. Damn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so what? I, no, I was just going to jump in um, to ask Steven. So are you um, solo? Are you by yourself quarantined? Or are you there with like a roommate or somebody? Like how have you been navigating this new life? Um, so currently I have um, two other roommates. Um, oh. However, you know, the way that the setting, the the, the rooming setting is... is um, the way it's done, the way the apartment is set, um, I have my own room downstairs with my own private bathroom, also mm -hmm. my own entrance. So it, it almost feels like it's my own apartment. I only share kitchen and the living room upstairs. So it works out to my advantage. Um, how am I dealing with the quarantine? It's been a roller coaster, really. Um, I'm happy to share what I'm about to share is that, and I'm I'm happy to do that because I feel like it's gonna raise some awareness. Um, I was one of the ones who fully recovered from COVID nineteen. Yeah. It's been mm -hmm. almost a month. Oh wow! Um, I did. I tested positive. Um, experienced all of the symptoms except for respiratory issues. So I was able oh, to be fine. God. I never. Yes. Yes. Never had to go to a hospital. Um, they put me in isolation in my house. Again, because the way the setting is done, it, it was perfect because I didn't have to share bathroom or anything um, upstairs. Oh, I just yeah, stayed in my room. Good. Yeah, you got a nice little setup, Stephen. I've been there. Yeah. Nice little setup. <laughs> I do, I do. It's a great easy. setup for quarantine, apparently, because, you know, you can pretty much just hole up and not have to interact with people unless you just need to get, like, a cup of soup. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and even when I... So my siblings were bringing me stuff, like soup or tea from my mother. Um and my, my car is parked directly in front of my entrance. So they would just put it on um, top of the trunk and I'll just go and grab it. So I don't have to interact with upstairs at all. And, and good, old, good old Haitian mother. Send it, send right? it her, baby. Send it her, baby. You know a Haitian mother is not about to let her child have COVID and she not sent some home cooked soup now. <laughs> Listen, when I, when I talk... When I told her I tested positive, she was ready to come. She's like, I'm on my way. I'm like, Mama does. <laughs> you don't want to be near me. <laughs> Steven, I remember talking to you like right before, because I remember talking to you on the phone. You like had the sniffles and you were saying that you just thought it was like a cold or something like that. And then you started feeling worse. And that's what made you go to the like the hospital to get the test. Did you think you had COVID or you were just like, I have a really bad cold or maybe flu? Well, so um, the sniffle, I was, I was okay. I was not panicking. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the mornings when I, when I woke up with fever, but it's like a, a fever with body aches, yeah. and I started panicking. Okay. So I reached out to my doctor um, via something called my chart. It's, you know, and three times, actually twice, he told me, yeah, it's probably just a, a mild cold. Um, I was like, okay. But finally, the third time I said, no, this is like, what, as I started getting more symptoms. So I called the triage line and I went and got tested. And mm -hmm. two days later, the result came positive. Is the test painful? Because I know they stick the thing um, in your it, nose. Right. It's uncomfortable. Definitely uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, I had a I had a procedure done not too long ago where they had to stick something up my nose. So it was easier for me because I've done it before, but it was definitely uncomfortable because it has to go f um, through your nose, down your throat. 
Oh, oh God. Okay. I'm like, draw blood or like prick my toe or something. Like, y'all gonna have to figure out a different way to find out because. <laughs> well, be, be, it was the um, it was explained to me that the way um, infection happened is that you. Um, the the virus will will be stuck in your throat, which is why people normally have like um, an itchy throat or scratchy throat. That's mm -hmm. where it stucks first before it goes down. So that's why that's I mean at least that's how it was explained to me. That's why they make sure the 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 stick goes. It's a tiny stick, but still uncomfortable. It goes through your nose, down your throat. Oh uh, yeah. And then, yeah, how long does it take for the results yeah. to come back? Um, <clears throat> the result came back two days later. I was told mm -hmm. it may take up to ten days. Oh, okay. um, ten days! It came back two days later. Yeah, that's. What, I mean, there was there was a lot of speculation out there. Um, the nurse, after I got tested, she said it may take anywhere between three to five days. Mm -hmm. um, that's interesting. Speculation said. Mm -hmm. But they called me two days later. Yeah. Um, as far as I know now, they do have rapid tests um, where you can go and get the results the same day. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, mo I've mostly heard two to four days. Was this um uh, like earlier on when we were still just yeah, not um, understanding much about this virus? That is correct. When I first got tested, when I got tested, when I first got tested, no, when I got tested, it wasn't, um, I got my result on the 23rd. So I really got tested on the 21st. So it was still early. It was still early people, you know, there was, there was a lot of unknown things. Was this March or February? It was March. It was March, oh, but oh, things oh, were okay. still, thing were still, things were still not, not um there was still a lot of things that are unknown i mean there's still things that are unknown now but yeah people were panicking and not knowing like the exact um exactly what's happening and how long um were you sick like how long were you experiencing the symptoms like before you started um, to feel better I, so i um i was not feeling well for a good two weeks but within a week and a half, it's interesting how the same way I started experiencing the symptoms is the same way they went out. So, um, you know, it wasn't all at once. It was just like one day it's this thing, next day it's something else, the next day it's something else. Um, and it's the same way um, they left. Like the fever went down, but it was like, mm -hmm. it was up and down at first. The body aches was gone. The chills was gone. Um, and the last one was, um, the sense of smell, uh, which was the weirdest to me. Cause it's like, you're breathing fine. You're not congested, but you cannot smell anything. Oh God. That's that was the last days, one to go. No, I literally, I was, I was testing out a serum and I had to have Al smell it for me because I was like, I legit cannot smell a thing. And I'm like, does this have a smell? He's like, yeah, it's got like a slight smell to it. I'm like, I can't smell anything. But it's just my allergies. Like I can't smell out of one of my nostrils at any given time at some, like every single moment of the day. So, you know, welcome to my life. <laughs> but wow that's interesting no glad and how are you feeling better. now how long ago well, now I the, the final symptoms go away um almost like over almost a month now because let's say I, if i have my my test result on the 23rd mm -hmm. about two weeks um so you know i'm okay, right. almost so a month now to be, yeah okay correct <clears throat> oh well, welcome back yes <laughs> she's like welcome back to the world <laughs> right thank you and you know the, the 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 other thing they do is like after you cleared all of the all of your symptoms you still have to stay in isolation for an additional three days mm -hmm. mm. 
So, so I they was don't, still stuck in my room <laughs> for three days. And so they don't do any, I mean, because they really, the ownership of like, uh, like you're the one holding yourself accountable. Like they don't say you have to check in with them and go, I'm symptom free. And they go, okay, fine. You don't go back in for a checkup so they can make sure no, they can verify. The health, the health department was checking in with me periodically, uh -huh. um, <laughs> which is weird because <laughs> I got called. I, I, I was, I spoke with almost everyone or a good amount of people from the health department, including the commissioner, even mm -hmm. the commissioner called me. Um, of course I was like, I wanted to be famous, but this is not how I want to be famous. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, they, they called me periodically. And of course, each time it's someone different just to uh -huh. ask me about my symptoms. Um, they, so my roommates, once I came out of isolation and after the three days, that's when they, they put my roommates into quarantine. That's what they oh. said. I'm like, they're supposed to be quarantined anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so they were really were not supposed to go anywhere for 14 days. Mm -hmm. um, right. Because they came into contact. They were exposed to someone who tested positive. Right. Yeah, right. Correct, correct. Um, so, Stephen, are you now going to donate plasma or... Oh, wait, but they're discriminating against people, apparently, trying to donate plasma. Um, Andy Cohen was talking about it, um, and I saw the, 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 the daily social distancing show with Trevor Noah, um, how gay men are being discriminated against from donating blood. So I yeah. don't know if you know about like people who are fully recovered from COVID-19 can possibly help people because the it's like the plasma contains the antibodies. So it helps people mm -hmm. who have it fight it off. Um, but yeah, but they're like, oh, you're gay? Huh, we don't want your blood, which is yeah. crazy. Cause I'm like, oh, is this 1982? Like <laughs> we, we going back there? Like it's nuts to me. Yeah, my, I would have to wonder because my uncle also had COVID, and I don't know if if he if they sort of brought him in to give plasma and everything. But I mean, yeah, I, listen. I mean, I thought that they had pushed that, pulled back on that, but then I guess now it's back again. You know, it's something that they're trying to, you know, stay away from. But you know, people are a little twisted. People are a little twisted. Well, well, I think tragedy got the best and the worst. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there's certain, um, several things I can say about this. Um, let's not forget that the, the gay community, especially the um, people of color um, that are gay, uh, the rate of HIV infection is much higher in, in, in that community than you know, other, other communities. So we are considered high risk population. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, it's not just gay, it's the IDUs, intravenous drug users, um, you know, so I can understand why they being extra careful because it's, there's still unknown, like lots of uncertainties about, you know, the virus and how it, how it operates and things are constantly changing. So, but what I don't understand is that, well, are you going to use the blood on someone else? Cause you know, the blood would be, um, what carries the, the HIV virus, if that's what the concern is. But mm -hmm. if you're not going to use it on anyone else, you know, it's like, well, why don't you want it? So that's, that's, that's one of the way that I'm looking at it. Um, what else was I going to say? Well, that's interesting oh, well, um, because it, it's it, the covalescent plasma. It's, the, it's a specific part of the blood. So we don't even know if that particular part of the blood would even carry any like other viruses and things like that. Um, but I'm a doctor, Correct. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, 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 you, you brought a good point again, like uh, when it comes to immunity, um, there are, at first they were saying, they were very strong on saying, um, if you have it and fully recovered, you now have immunity to it. And mm. that was, that's based on how any virus or uh, viral infection um, happens because you know you you get immunities from from the virus infection. However, there I was told that there is a study that was done. Well, there's several small studies 
where um, people become infected again. There's one um, from South Korea where, uh, where, well, after they test the individuals, um, they tested positive again. Um. Um, I'm not sure if the one in South Korea was done because the, the individuals were having symptoms again. So that's not clear. Mm. I reached out to my doctor, however, <clears throat> to ask to be tested again as a confirmation. And his response to me is that um, if the result may come out positive again because of the RNAs, um, and if I do have immunity, like if I do have antibodies, it's going to come out positive again. He also shared with me there was a small study they did where um, medical workers who tested positive fully recovered before they come back to work. They tested them again um, twice, uh, three times. They tested them. It came negative. And then they tested them twice again. It came positive. So, again, there's still like a lot of uncertainty, like what's what's really happening. Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah. if I lost you guys, but no, 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 no. no. we hear you now. We're just listening. It yeah. is. It, that's, it's exactly what you're saying. Like, there's just a lot of uncertainty, and even like we try. We would like to think that we're far in because we feel like it's been forever. Because we we feel like we've been in quarantine for so long. But I think people tend to forget that like the United States was didn't start to even acknowledge this thing until like March. Yeah, and yeah. we didn't. Yeah, we didn't start having these stay at home orders and things until mid March. I remember. I think my first day like official stay at home day for my job was like March 13th or something. Mm -hmm. um, so we're not that we're, we're not even a full two months in. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We still don't know shit and <laughs> it makes sense. It, it hasn't, a, a lot of time has not passed. And um, unfortunately our quote unquote leadership I hate even using, I, I can't even like put that in soft quotes. Like we don't have any leadership in this country. We have an idiot for a president who's surrounded by a bunch of idiots, it seems. You would, like, we always talk about this at home. Like you would like to think that if Donald Trump is an idiot, that it, at least he'd be surrounded by smart people. But that, ah, and then you see like his team speak and you're like, what the hell? Like, like they're all just digging the lint out of each other's belly buttons over there. It's oh, disgusting. God. Like, like I, that monkey riding that motorbike that tried to snatch that baby was smarter than this team of people we have <laughs> trying to figure out. Like, let those monkeys try to figure it out. I know. Have a much better response for us in a shorter amount of time. Like, it's yeah. crazy to right. me. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's like we we already don't have the right leadership. We don't have. You know, the smart, at, at least um, that are front facing. You know, mm -hmm. I can't speak to the people who are dealing with this on the back end and the scientists. I would love to think that we have, that those people are the right people that are looking into this, but it is still very new. So I wonder just how much longer it's gonna, it will be until we start to feel comfortable in the responses that we're getting or we can yeah. start to see enough patterns that we can trust. Um, certain diagnoses and different things because it, or, mm, or even what I mean to what you're saying too is just like even what we're hearing I think a lot of people are hearing different things about COVID and how what really is going on and how, how can it be spread because I mean you see there are a lot of people in the country who believe it's a hoax and who don't believe that it's true and, and all of these things and that's crazy to me and and in them. Yeah, and you're just like, what what planet are you on? And I you know, it, it doesn't matter if you feel like, okay, it's only a few people who are dying. And it's just like, listen, this is this is potentially fatal to a lot of people. It has been already. And I, I just I, I think that it still continues, like what we talked about before with politics and all this stuff around our current president, how you can't even believe what's true anymore. You don't know what's true because there's just just crap coming from all different angles and people don't know where to get their information from. And that's really unfortunate. At a time like this, you know, he should be the one coming with the facts, you know? And and that, and it's just, it's, you would think a pandemic or something would bring that out and 
in the administration, but it has not, which is very disappointing. But um, yeah, I agree. I mean, <laughs> at least I feel like at least they could come up with some hopeful um, conversation. Like you know, when I when I hear the press conferences. To me, it feels like everyone is trying to put the blame on somebody else mm-hmm. versus like, you know, coming and saying, well, this is what scientists is working on. These are the progress we've made, even if it's small progress. But that will give people some some hope that this one day will be, you know, will be gone. Um, yeah. But no, that's not what they're doing. With, with that said, I also me personally. I believe that there are people who are mostly dying out of fear versus, you know, the, the, the disease, uh, the virus really killing them. Um, you know, because we know that fear does affect your, your body physically. Um, <clears throat> and I remember when I was here, being in bed and with no one, no one could be around me. Um, you know, I, I am a Christian, I believe in God, but I had that moment when I thought, wow, if I die, I'm dying here with no one next to me, mm-hmm. you know, and that was a real moment, yeah. you know, um, and I think yeah. a lot of people, when they hear the amount of um, people who are getting infected and the amount of people who are dying, the minute they, they feel some symptoms or the minute they get um, diagnosed, they, they go into that intense fear mode which, you know, is affecting their body even more. And Stephen, the, the, you mentioned sort of, you know, the fear and being alone. And I think for a lot of people, there's been conversations around, you know, different segments of the population who, whether or not they're going through abuse or, you know, whether that's from a domestic abuse or child abuse or anything like that. And, you know, people, those people are really the people who are, amongst who are suffering, you know, and, and, and all those with substance abuse. And I know that, you know, that's been something that you've been very open and honest about. And so how has this been for you, this experience been for you, having dealt with something like that before? Um, so for me, and, and I think I'd, um, I view things differently, mm-hmm. it hasn't been much of a it wasn't much of a struggle when I was actually sick Mm -hmm. um it became a struggle after um I recovered like even as as last week there was the thought definitely crossed my mind like okay who do I know who used to use Mm -hmm. um you know I could get in contact with and you know thank god I, I prayed about it and quickly was like no you lost too much <laughs> when yeah. you were using for you to right. go back there. But the thought does cross your mind, especially if you're like, you quarantine and you think about everything that's not certain, everything that's happening, everything that's not, um, that you can't um, put your hands on, like, you, you know, you don't know for a fact. Um, it does bring you there. Because for some people, when they use, it's their escape. escape from the world escape from what's going on around them escape from the pain that the suffering you know they're feeling um and i mean it it can be physical pain emotional you know emotional pain and we know that substance abuse is a set or side effects of mental illness Mm -hmm. a lot of people are you know use abusing drugs and not knowing that they're trying to um self self medicate or yeah you know mm-hmm. medicate correct um you know so so with all that like when you when in this pandemic you have a lot of uncertainties and you know people will will go back to what they know yeah. would help them to escape and I can imagine it's tough too because you can't go to an NA meeting you can't go to an AA meeting you can't you know, you can maybe call up a sponsor, but you can't have that one-on-one face-to-face interaction where someone can put a hand on your shoulder, you know, and say that you're going to be okay. Um, you don't have to go there. Let me ask you, Stephen, um, did you have to take medicine or take drugs when you were sick? And was that kind of an issue for you? Um, no. So when I was sick... Um, 
I had leftover um, ibuprofen here. So I told my doctor, yeah, I'm going to take that for the fever. And mm -hmm. he quickly told me, no, not to. No. Yeah, no, um, no. Yeah, because apparently ibuprofen doesn't work well with it. He right. said to take Tylenol, Tylenol, Tylenol instead. Yeah. Um, but his his um, recommendation, will like the 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 part that he um, highlight the most is that if you can let it work its course out and not having to take any medication, this is the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, apparently he's like, maybe you don't know if you really um, cleared all of the symptoms. It could be like the medication makes you feel better, but really you still have, have um, you still not fully recovered. So I didn't take anything. I probably took like four of the Tylenols and they gave me like three weeks worth. <laughs> okay. Um, is that a yeah, trigger for you? Good. Like, Sorry. Is is that a trigger no, for you? Ahead. Like, are you, do you have to watch out or, or be aware of certain medications or certain things that you take? And even like over the counter drugs, like we mentioned, uh, Tylenol, ibuprofen, is that could that be a trigger for you to sort of yearn for uh -huh. that? You know, the drug again or anything like that. Is that something that the substance again? Is that something that is an issue for you? Um. So no, mm -hmm. um, medication is not an issue for me because of my drug of choice was not medication. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so for someone whose drug of choice is medication, oftentimes it's those who had surgery and they put them on heavy painkillers, um, that would trigger them to start using again. Yeah. That wasn't my case because, um, you know, that, you know, uh, medication is, was not my drug of choice. Mm -hmm. um, but I tell you, if, like within the past two weeks, <laughs> you know, if I'm not, if I wasn't strong enough and, you know, also by the grace of God, um, I probably would look for that Tina girl. I would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's serious. And, and, and I know I go from, from weed to the most dangerous one, <laughs> to methamphetamine. So it's like, wait, there's so many in-betweens that you skip. <laughs> but, um, hey, listen, right? marijuana is a gateway drug. That is not a myth. Yeah, okay. yeah. It is real. <laughs> it is real. Oh, it, it is. It is. It is so, so real, man. So what do you man. do? It, what do you do? Um, Oh, what? So you said like you had a couple of weeks, you know, you kind of had that thought and that yearning. What did you do mm -hmm. to get away from that? And what? Yeah. Like, did you learn some exercises or some things or did you did someone teach you or did you call somebody? So I still have I still have a, 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 a therapist and a psychiatrist. Okay. Um and so I started, even when I was sick, um, I was meeting with my therapist um, weekly and sometimes more than once in a week. Because, mm -hmm. um, of course, I had a meltdown. <laughs> um, hey, they, yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> they were also monitoring me um, from using, because every time she calls me, she's like, how are you doing with your, with your sobriety? Even my doctor, when he called me, he asked me the same question. Because they know it would it, anything could trigger it, um, but yeah, my conversation with her definitely helps us um, as well. Because you know, I, I'm honest with her and I share with her, and she kind of like helped me discuss or you know asking asking me questions as to what makes you feel like using. Mm -hmm. You know, once I start, it's it's good to do that. You know, when you stay in the unknown, then you let. Um, you know, the yearn, the, the trick, you know, you let that control you. But when you have the, the discussion, like when you, you, you are open with yourself, like, why, why do I want to use right now? And, you know, and you come up with the right answer. You're not like lying to yourself, <laughs> you know, you being honest with yourself, like, okay, this is what's making me like what makes me want to to use right now and I've, yeah. I've i was doing that with her i was being honest with her um and that helps like once i identify what's making me um doing that then i'm able to move away from it mm -hmm. that's that, that makes really sense you know? yeah yeah that absolutely makes sense because if you 
you know, can't pinpoint, then you'll, you know, you're likely to feel more out of control so that you can't identify when it happens again. But I think, yeah, once you can think about, okay, why, what led to this thought or this feeling, this yearning, the next time it happens, then you can say, okay, this is what's really happening. And I'm feeling like I want, I, it totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I, I get that. And- <laughs> and one of the one of the one of the activities you know she well we discuss as we were talking about it it's like well what are you gonna do to keep yourself occupied to keep your mind occupied because a lot of time in your hands can lead you to that rabbit hole as well um, yeah so so I'm staying in contact with so I I was taking a leadership training for my job. Um, and I have two coaches, so I'm staying in contact with them. So I reach out to them every week as well. Um, I submerge myself into church work, um, yeah. although we don't have service in, you know, in church, but I'm doing a lot of backed, um, you know, backdoor administrative work for them. So mm-hmm. Come to Bible study. Occupied <laughs> Won't he do it? Won't he do it? <laughs> yeah. He, he sure would. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, y'all gonna make me shout down. <laughs> I think the problem though is that Stanley and I are saying it more comically, like yes. dumb hipsters. And people people really say it and they really feel it. Um yeah. So I'm gonna stop. Yes, yes, because you know No, 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 <laughs> don't stop. stop. No, don't stop. I don't want people to think that I'm mocking them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because she is definitely not a Christian. Not Christian. Yes, definitely not a Christian. <laughs> but listen, listen. Even Steve, you should have heard some of the things she was saying about Jesus. Oh, you should have heard. <laughs> well, don't do no blasphemy now. <laughs> Ooh, you know you can't believe a word Stanley says. He works for the Trump administration. Oh, yes. <laughs> listen, I'm on furlough. I need to make money any way I can. He is, he is worse than a monkey on a motorbike. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start saying, by the way, from now on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Even one question. No. <laughs> I, I had another question, though. Do you think that, because I don't know if you know anyone else who's dealing with any sort of, like, you know, substance abuse issues. Do you think that a lot of people have in place support systems, like, during this? Like, you know, because, I mean, you're one person, but do you know that, because, you know, a lot of people are going through a lot of shit, and different people are at different places mm-hmm. in their journey and all of that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like a lot like they have that those support systems are there? Oh, there's always there's always support out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's making you know it's you making a conscious decision to go to go after it. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of commercials about substance abuse, um, substance abuse um, relapse. You know, people who are have relapsed, and they even in the commercials they're not talking about just just the individual. They said if you have a family member, mm-hmm. um, so there are there are super, the, there's supports out there. Um, it's a matter of like is is the individual going after the support? Yeah, I can tell you from the online application. I can only speak for the gay community. Mm-hmm. On the online applications um, or those, those quote-unquote dating site, there's definitely people looking to party. Because, um, you know, there are special signs that if you use, then you know what they mean. What do you mean, like on Grindr and stuff? Say that again? You mean like on the dating, the dating sites that people use, like all the apps that the gay people use? Correct. Correct. Like and you mean I like post- now during the during this time? Oh, okay, okay. Because I'm like people supposed to be social distancing. It's just like, well, I guess you really well, need sh- you need that. They're still on the apps though. Yeah, yeah. Right. They're still on the app. They're still looking to to meet. They're still looking to connect, and they're still looking to party. They're still looking to yeah. do drugs. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's out there. Yeah. That's yeah. That sucks. I guess you like you. Everyone's at a different space place. For people who are not even at that space, that time, that place where they need to sort of break away from it, uh, they can seek help for it. I'm pretty sure the worst thing they're thinking about is, oh, my gosh, I'm in quarantine. How am I going to get my shit? You know, like, how am I going <laughs> to get what I need? You know, that's their probably, uh, th- that's their biggest concern, one of their biggest concerns. Well, you know, I, you know and I, one of the reasons why the liquor stores are kept open is because of that. Um, people who have alcohol dependency because you can't just, um, you know, for people who are alcohol dependent, 
there's that that um <clears throat> Um, what does they call it? Um, drying out period, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like mm -hmm. you can't just snatch it away immediately because people can go through serious withdrawal and get seriously ill, and we oh, even died, and we can't have that right or die, and we can, we just can't have it right now because there's too much at stake, and with the pandemic, it would just make things worse. Um, that's one thing that someone was telling me with the the liquor store staying open, um, that being a part of it. Um, it's, it's really interesting. And I think for, for people who don't suffer from substance abuse, it can be really hard to, to wrap their heads around, um, people needing that extra support. Yeah. Um, because yeah, or, or people even like, yeah, well, people who have mental health issues generally just needing that extra support. And for the, the ones who live alone, I can imagine it's extra hard. Um, and they need people to reach out to them. Probably regularly. No, mm -hmm. not probably. They do. Mm -hmm. They need people to reach out to them regularly. Yeah, yeah. It's rough. That's Agreed. rough. We make so. I, that's why you know when people, when people use the word social distancing, I'm like, well, it's not like physical distancing because you really need to reach out to, to your loved ones, to a friends, and and you know support them in that way, having a conversation. Because if you're not socializing with them virtually, or you know. It's it, people would go mad. People would go mad. <laughs> you see oh these celebrities God. out here on Instagram showing their asses and just doing the most. I'm oh yeah, just like hard up for the attention and the likes and the the DMs. They're like, please slide into my DM, please. Like people need people. I'm like Ari, yeah. Ari Lennon's voice. I need people. Yeah. Like, they had that little boy. The when you talking about the little Nas X, he, you know who he is, Steven? I do. Yeah, he was. You're like, I don't know. I'm just asking because I don't really know. I, I'm asking you. He was like, of course I do. He's I'm asking. Famous, oh, <laughs> no, I, I would I, listen. I would. I, you know me, Stanley. I could easily not know who he was, and I didn't. I didn't find out who he was until recently. So. Oh, okay, okay. See, and I don't feel so bad. Okay, because I still have never heard that song. No, no, no. That's not true. I think I, I've never heard the complete song. I've heard snippets of that song that he had, which is the famous one. So I don't. That's I'm, I'm being honest, but I know that he's one of the ones that recently, a couple of days ago, posted to his social media handles like a little a little bit of ass a little crack and i'm like he was like oh. in a tub or did you see it is this what you're talking no. about see what i was saying showing the ass i didn't mean literally but oh no you know literally. literally literally makes yes. sense yeah so well, honey you, you know how the gays do you know how we do <laughs> yeah you know how we <laughs> you be using it, it, people gonna start doing it on linkedin too you know the gays be like i was <laughs> well, <laughs> the unemployment rate what it is yes uh, Look, they got to they got to make money somehow. And did you hear too? A lot of uh, certain like mid tier <laughs> celebrities have started like only fan pages. So you know the only fan is the only fans is yeah. usually a page where you can go to and they can do whatever they want. They can show nudity. They can have sex. A lot of porn stars have them. So yeah, certain people have started doing that. And you know, even my some of my gay friends, you know, Stephen not included in this, are like, listen. <laughs> I am. I bet not. I bet not. <laughs> I, am, I am in need of something. And they just like, is it too long? When am I going to be able to not just, because it's like talking can only take you so far. It's like, I can't hit a guy up on Grind or any of the apps. I need some physical touch. And I know some, one of my friends told me that some people that he knows who are gay were still hooking up during the quarantine. Was still like, listen, I need this ass. I need this. Hey. Yeah. So. And this is how this is how we are not gonna flatten the curve, people. I know, I know. We're gonna be we're gonna be indoors till twenty twenty two, y'all. I've gotten I've gotten proposed, like I've gotten offers, and you know, I had to tell the guy, you don't want to be around me right now. That's when I was sick. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, but now, so now you're gonna say now you're not sick, so there's a different story. What's going on? Well, if so, I do have immunity, <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm gonna let you come in. <laughs> but no, no, seriously, on all serious seriousness, I won't. I told someone I said a glory hole is probably one of the safest ways that you can get the type of love that you need. Because you think about it, there's a wall separating you. Wow. You put the body parts through that you need, that need to be 
um, need some attention. And then you go about your way. Glory holes. This episode <laughs> has taken quite the like, turn. You got two kids. You go <laughs> here. You're right. <laughs> in the name of in the name of Heidi in closet from yes. RuPaul Driveway. <laughs> I'm taking notes. I, can I steal that? <laughs> I'm taking notes about Glory Hole. <laughs> well, should, should we, should and we I might just pay a visit. Merkins next? Should we what? Should we discuss Merkins next? Oh, God, yes. Well, you know what? Since, since we're taking a turn, how about we find out if Steven is a true black hipster? Steven, now you got the questions. Did you take the quiz? Did you, did you get the 25 questions? Well, the 25 questions were sent to me um, not too long ago. <laughs> well, <that laughs> not too long before. Not... <laughs> I'm sorry. But no, I, I've answered. Um, Stephen at 7, 10. Okay. So Stephen without right. No, I've, I've answered quite a bit of them. Oh, okay. Okay. So how many, per, uh, which ones pertain to you? And are you are you officially a black hipster? You only need seven points to be a black hipster. We we set the bar extremely low. Oh, is that? <laughs> we did. We did. Seven okay. points. <laughs> well, there's the... There's the one that says, talk about sex in depth with your friends in public places. Now, Stanley, you know we've had I don't do, conversations. I'm a Christian. I don't do those things at all. <laughs> I, I Christian, do. you are. <laughs> when was the last time you've been to church? I'm talking about you're a Christian. Yeah, you don't need to go to church to have the Lord in your heart. You do, I can, this when Lord was the I last have... time you prayed, Stanley? <laughs> Won't he do it? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> hey, Shonda. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's see what other questions did I answer oh on own a pair of Chuck Taylors mm-hmm. I truly like honestly I did not know what they are <laughs> I had oh, to google no. it <laughs> <laughs> I had to google it and then realize oh I had one <laughs> oh, my do you God. know who Chuck Taylor is Steven or who he was oh, girl don't do don't do me like that, girl. Don't do me. <laughs> now you know I don't know. Exactly. You get an extra hipster point for owning them, not knowing what they uh, were, and not knowing who he was at all. I love it. You are a hipster through and through. Yes. If I ever saw one with my little 25-year-old doe eyes. <laughs> 25-year-old. Yep, I love that. <laughs> no, are we still going to be excited? Next year, is that what's gonna happen? Are we? No, you're gonna be no silly. Hello, that's not how math works, Stanley. That's not how aging works. I'm <laughs> obviously, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I see. <laughs> well, Stephen, it was such a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for being so yes. open. Thank you so um, much, so candid and letting us um, dig all up in your business and letting them dig all up in your nose um, <laughs> to find out about that. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just glad that you feel better and that you're good. Um, and obviously we're friends, so you know when that nasty girl starts hitting, reach out. Um, are there places or resources that you know of that people can um use if they find that they are suffering or that they're um dealing with um substance abuse issues? Um, like now and just after this is all done, do you know of any resources that we may share? Um, so I don't know any national resources uh, off the top of my mm-hmm. head. Um, but what I would highly recommend is to contact your primary care physician or any medical providers that you have. They will have resources. They will direct you to resources and they can um, triage your symptoms to know what level are you on like okay you need help right now or if you just talk to someone you'll be fine so reach out to your um, medical providers there's there are resources out there um to help out nice wonderful well thank you kindly sir thank Um, you thank you I, you can invite me anytime. Thank you for the invite. We will definitely have you back. And hopefully we'll have you back. We can sit in the studio 
record in person, face to face. Let me get yeah. a good look at them lips, you know. Oh no, cheekbones. No cheekbones. <laughs> make sure that make sure there's a high, um a strong drink there for me. Oh, oh we'll do. I'll make some sangria. <laughs> All right, baby. Well, have All a good right. night, ladies. Thank, Thank you, you so much, it. Boo. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs> All right, so Stephen was wonderful. Um, yes, this episode was. was wonderful. I loved it. It was one of my favorites. And if you loved it, this episode of Black Hipster, subscribe. Get some more <laughs> of us. Also, make sure you rate us. Top stars. Don't come in with that one-star business. We ain't hear about that. It's a <laughs> pandemic. Be kind. Um, yes. <laughs> we're on Instagram, so you can also follow us at Black Hipster Podcast. You can follow me at the Shawa Evans. You can follow me as oh sorry. You can follow me at Standrick W. Yes, honey. You can also email us at blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. Send us questions, send us comments, just send us a little love letter. We we love to get a little love. Um, but yeah, we we every week. So yes, but we will be taking a break though, right? We're taking Yes, we will. I was gonna say that. It's a little harder when we're doing this remotely, ain't it? Yes, yes, Um, we can't see each other. (laughs) We will be taking a short hipster hiatus, but Mm -hmm. do not fear it won't be too long, right, Sandrick? No, not too long. No, no, no. Just a month. We'll be returning June uh, tenth. June 10th. Officially. Yeah. June 10th. Hopefully by then, Rona has gotten her bald-headed ass oh. up and is on her way out. She got no hair in her back. Is that what you said? She ain't never had no hair in her back. She wouldn't be acting like this if she did. <laughs> she, she, I mean, she just she's jealous and she, she got no pride. Yeah. She's a childish. Yeah, she needs to get it. Childish and churlish. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> so we'll be back in a month, guys. Four weeks. Uh, we'll see you again June 10th. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, enjoy yeah. life. Be safe. Social distance. Take care of yourself. Eat a lot of oranges. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.